Welcome, everybody. Once again, we are back. We are the Collar and Elbow, the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast, the only Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast you should be listening to. We've been on quite the hiatus. Uh, it's not for a lack of trying or a lack of circumstances in both Chris and I's, Chris and mine, with an S. Not yes. first skill. It's it's not, especially when there's alcohol involved. But we are back. We're better than ever, which is hard to imagine because we were already the best. I feel like we've climaxed before, but I guess we'll do it again. Yes. Oh, always. I'm I'm always ready for a climax. All right. And Bubs, we are the most over podcast in the world, and we are here. I'm Kenny Oak, joined as always with Bubba, Chris Harris. Chris, how are you doing, man? It's been a while. The hiatus is is bad. Real. We continue <laughs> to go on them unintentionally, but yet we do them so Life often. Life is hard. Life, Life is difficult. This, this pri- Especially when, when, when one, one of us books vacations without uh, telling the other one and then uh, is going to be in town near the other one and just fails to mention it. It's, it's weird how that happens. That's, I can't help but notice some type of passive aggressiveness in your tone, but... I'll, never, I'll be more aggressive if you want me to. Nevertheless, Bugs, okay. yes. we've, uh, Lots we've happening. ended this hiatus. We're back this podcast needs to become a bigger priority in both of our lives, but it's very difficult. But here we are, strong episode coming to you, some Wrestling Talk 101. So much Bubs. happening. There's a lot that has happened. We're not going to go back to – we've we've missed quite a, bu- a bit of stuff since we've last done a Actually, we haven't missed a whole lot. Well, time has passed. I wouldn't say a lot has happened. Time has happened. passed, but not a lot in the wrestling world has happened. Not really. Other than just a couple nights ago, we had – None other than who could quite possibly be the greatest heel of the last 10 years win a major championship, Bubs. I told you this maybe yesterday or this morning. I don't remember. But what Ciampa is doing is he's cementing himself as one of the greatest heels of all time already. And this heel, okay. this heel character hasn't been going on but more than a year or so, right? And already he's up there in in the category of some of the best already. And a lot of that, well, he was injured. Yeah. So he built up so much heat while he was injured. And it worked. And Did it. He doesn't even have entrance music, and it's the greatest thing in the world. Boo. Just the Boo. crowd. Boo. Entrance music by itself. Yes. And now he, he really is like must-see type TV for NXT. I watched, like, I made it a point. Like, usually I watch NXT the next day. I made it a point to, to watch it Wednesday night. Because, you know, of course, everything is spoiled for us beforehand. But because of that, I, I went and watched it. Which I think is a great kind of topic to discuss. And that is, you know, with it being spoiled, having these TV taping title changes. You know, is that a good idea? Does it bring more more viewership? Does it ruin kind of the the aura and the effect of the television product? Like, what kind of what are your thoughts on something like that happening? Because it happened with AJ Styles when he won the title against Jinder Mahal. Mm-hmm. It's happened before in NXT too, as well, back in in the Samoa Joe reign. Yes. So, 
that wasn't even at a TV taping. That was just at a, at a, a live show. Live show that we got to see through camera lenses of phones and stuff that kind yeah. of they, they get leaked. So this is a great topic because I really do love it when this happens, and I'll tell you why. I'm wa- I'm waiting to see what the actual viewership was for this episode of NXT that viewed because if we have to see the finish of a championship title match through somebody's cell phone footage, it's just going to simply entice us all to want to see you know the edited version, the TV version the of it from, match. from the cameras, and obviously the whole match leading up to the finish because really what was the only thing that was released that was really viewable and nice from that fan's phone was about the last 15 seconds which was Johnny Gargano jumping in the ring at that point and doing his part of the finish so before that we didn't know anything about the ref bump we didn't know any of the heel tactics that Ciampa was doing beforehand or anything about the match so I'm curious to see the ratings of what this actually produced because when you see stuff like this leaked on the internet, the, the internet spoils so much stuff for us, and it's ruined kayfabe more than more than once, obviously. But I, I want to know, like, if this makes anybody else besides you and I just go and watch it, because I never watch NXT live. I always catch up to it like the next no. day, and if nothing really happened that I can see on the internet, I won't even watch, honestly. Unless right. it's something specific that I like about a certain character, like the, like Dream or Alistair Black recently, and obviously Chompa stuff. So this made me turn it on. I watched the match, loved the match, and to see a title change was a... I, I don't want to say surprising, because you and I discussed what we thought of Aleister Black's reign, which I think we'll talk about here in just yeah. a minute. But I think doing this brings in those that extra that extra view from that extra you know few thousand people. And a few thousand people watching actually draws quite a bit of, as a, of a viewership to a product that's on only the network. So that's what I think about it, Bubs. I like these. I don't think they should do them often. But when they're important, like when we saw Finn Balor and Samoa Joe do this, when we saw, like you mentioned, Jinder and AJ do it, and now we have Ciampa and Aleister Black doing it, I just, I like it. Yeah, and here's the thing that, one of the things I like, because if you watch the, the camera footage, uh, or the cell phone camera footage, you see that there's kind of a, a hiccup with Gargano uh, when he hits Black with the belt. There's kind of a delay because... Once again, it always seems like Aleister Black is always off cue or always maybe in the wrong spot uh, at certain times. You saw that with against Lars Sullivan, but uh, one thing I love about it is is WWE production. They're able to go in, uh, just make it look seamless, and I'll always prefer watching, you know, through the WWE cameras, you know, rather than just uh, cell phone footage, but knowing ahead of time that this title change was coming because with with almost all WWE products and just television in general nowadays uh, with DVR, Hulu, uh, next day streaming that kind of stuff the WWE network you get everything you don't have to watch it live because you're you're always going to get it whenever you want it Uh, but when you know ahead of time that something monumental is going to happen, like when AJ Styles, we knew uh, there was going to be a title change on that TV's SmackDown. And so by the time it got to that match, you knew, okay, it's going to be AJ Styles beating Jinder Mahal. You know, I watched it live. I, I had my daughter with me. We watched it. That's when her love of AJ Styles happened. It's because of that. And that wouldn't have happened if we didn't know ahead of time. Same with this. Like you said, Always, I always watch NXT the next day. I never watch it live because I never feel like it's. I have to watch it 
live. But when you know something monumental like that, and when it's been such a, a character like Ciampa, you know, you're like, I have to see this. I have to see him finally reach the pinnacle that he's been getting at since he was the... He was like a lawyer going up against uh, Undertaker, or he was in the he, ring with Yeah, they debuted back in the day. Yes. So this has been a long time coming for Ciampa, and his character is perfect. He plays it perfectly. And so because of that, we were all interested in it, and, and we watched it as it happened. So I loved it. I thought it was great, and knowing I, ahead of time. Right. And even though it's a huge surprise to see something like that, leaked all over the the Facebook pages and stuff like that. But at the same time I kind of rather know something like that going going into an NXT taping that way I can actually go in and watch it and instead of I don't want to say wasting my time on the NXT product because I think it's amazing, but like I said there's really nothing that's going to draw my attention to go in and have to watch it live when it happens whereas Raw and SmackDown, you know, you have to catch it on on TV otherwise you're going to have to wait for, you know, a next day streaming type thing or if the network yeah. puts it on or something like that. So um, I want them to use these sparingly, like they really have, and they've used them for you know important title changes. And there's really no, there could be a better one. I don't want to say that there's no better one than this one, but to give to put the title on Champa now, as the the most over heel in the product in all of WWE, I think at this point is the well. last decade. I'm gonna just go ahead that's, and say it. That's pretty aggressive, but I'm not gonna call you wrong, Bubs, because he's doing he's doing everything right. So now to put the title on him in this way going forward it draws everyone's attention back to the product even more because they could they some fans could have been a little stagnant you know cuz aside from the Gargano and Champa matches that we've been seeing outside of that there isn't a whole lot that's drawing people to it every week i have to watch NXT live can't miss it anything like that but it's still good but it's not at that premier level but so now to right. put the title on him i think it means a lot for the product and i don't know where they're going to go you know w- with him just yet as far as like length but it's no longer on Alistair Black, and I think that this is a better option than Alistair Black. But we still we're into him, right? We we like him, obviously. But um, you think it's smart to ch- do the title change now, leading into Brooklyn? Is that what this is really for? It, this all right. So ultimately, I think we all know where this is heading, where Gargano's finally going to win, and it's got to be against Champa. So Champa's going to go ahead and win at Brooklyn. Because it's going to be a triple threat match. Right. So he's going to win. Uh, I think what – and I, I just thought about this. Leading into WrestleMania, which this could potentially go that far. Okay. This could be such a big match, Bubs. What if they put that match on the WrestleMania card itself? Gargano and Ciampa? Yes. That far down the road, you think that this leads to April of next year? Even? It's it, it's already been it's already been going on this long, Bubs, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down, and people well, aren't losing it's interest. TV, and it's such a great feud that we this is long term booking, right? So you know I'm gonna agree yes. with this. But that's and, and he doesn't have to keep defending it against Gargano until then. Okay. But Gargano wins a number one contender spot leading up to that. Like yeah, this is this is perfect. Like the writing's on the wall and. I'm okay with it. I want it to be predictable in that way because that's what I want to see. Okay. Fight forever. You're right. Those two. I, I didn't think about it going that long because I was really looking forward to the triple threat match, with I, which I think will be fucking amazing. Are you at, kidding me? At God. TakeOver. 
Um, regardless of the minor miscues that we happen to be nitpicking on Alistair Black, I think that this will be He's legendary great. stuff. Yeah, he is. He is great. And we'll, we'll discuss him shortly, obviously. But this this Champa thing is very good timing, and I hope he retains right now. Unless the, yes. as as the story sits right now, even with him and with Black involved. I, I would much rather see him retain, and if he's going to keep this up until that New Jersey, New York takeover weekend of WrestleMania 35, yes. if you're talking about putting it N- on NXT the main champions card, usually Listen, NXT champions usually hold the belt for, for quite some time. Uh, really, what, what you saw with Gallo, with, I mean, Drew, Ga- Drew McIntyre, golly. I just want to keep calling him Drew Galloway because that's who, that's, <laughs> that's, that's when I fell is, in right. love with him. Yes, that is who he is. Um, what you saw with McIntyre, uh, Almas, uh, not holding the, the NXT title is kind of becoming a hot potato, which is something it's never done before. So I think putting the belt on Ciampa, you can give it kind of more of a long-term uh, hold right. to we've it. Seen a, we've seen a lot of champions over the past six, eight months to go from yeah, Rue to Nakamura to Almas to... McIntyre. No, Nakamura to Rude. No, Rude. I, I mean, I, I fell out of order. I was just naming names yes. there. But but, but you're right, yes. There's been a lot of people, so I like this from the perspective. You and I love that long-term feud thing, and I would rather the belt, you know, it gives it more legitimacy the longer it stays on somebody. So mm-hmm. if it's going to be Ciampa, you're most overheel. I'm all about that type of booking. So that's what I really like to see. And I just found Ciampa's tweet that I was looking for. I didn't want to misquote it earlier, but he says in, in his tweet that he put out this morning that this Wednesday's NXT episode was the most viewed episode in NXT history for I believe that, it. for that exact reason. So, I mean, I don't I believe have, there's it. no source on here that he's backing that up with, but I certainly yeah. believe I would that. love to see the numbers like you said, but yeah. I 100% believe that that might have been the highest viewed episode right. of maybe the entire history of that show. So if that was a, a start to this long-term continued feud this long-term reign was to give us a teaser on the internet with a fan cell phone and then give us the match you know three or four days later whatever it was to make us all buy back into nxt you're you're great william regal you're great triple h whoever's idea that was um I'm all Tri- about it let's just go ahead and say triple h has been an absolute just godsend when it comes to what we've been getting on nxt and really it's, every, it's everything we're not getting from the main roster yes Somewhat on SmackDown, a little bit, because you you're seeing a lot more influence from people that aren't Vince McMahon on SmackDown, and it's giving you a better product. That's not saying SmackDown is perfect, because there are a ton of flaws mm-hmm. there. Uh, but uh, when 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 you see Vince kind of letting the reins go a little bit, uh, no pun intended, uh, you're you're seeing a lot higher quality wrestling product. And higher viewership you know, when, numbers too, which is really exactly. what kind of we. When AJ Styles is your of. champion, you're you're doing something right. You're making the right choice. And when you happen to throw in uh, an Andrade Cien Almas out of the blue, it yes. makes people out of the tune blue. In. No, if you listen to listen to our show, Bubs, it, it's not and, out of the blue. I've been calling for I this. I know, but I'm saying if they if the if at five o'clock my time, I get a, a tweet from. Or an update from Bleacher Report that says Almas is going to face AJ Styles. It makes someone who may not be watching SmackDown go and turn on SmackDown. Bubs, which I didn't even know that numbers. was happening. I put it on SmackDown, and I as soon as that match oh, was announced, it, I call, I tweeted, you, I you did, you, you I called me. text you so much. I called you yep. so hard. 
But <laughs> if that's the way that they're intending to do stuff is to leak information through you know reporting avenues, whether it be Bleacher or ESPN or whoever, though that's helping. That makes me rush home faster. That helps. It's the wave me. of the future. That, that that is the future. That turns on. That makes me turn on the app on my phone to watch the crap while I'm driving home, risking my life. Yes. But I want to see Almas the, the versus old, AJ Styles. The old days where you would watch because you didn't know what was going to happen are done. You oh, go to over. watch because because you're like, oh, I want to see this. Ha- and perfect example, you said that uh, this Champa winning the title might have been the best kind of, hey, this is what's happening, go watch it kind of moment. No bigger moment Give me than WCW spoiled mankind winning the WWF championship. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people tuned, changed from WCW to WWF to watch that happen because we want people to see want it. to see yes we yeah. want to see our favorite guys or guys that we hate or whatever it is yeah you know have these accomplishments and the days of just watching because you didn't know what's what was going to happen are over yeah I don't want to like if I would have just read the the spoilers that happened on all the Facebook pages that's not enough for me that makes me even even if had they not even put it on NXT. And they only put it on like their YouTube channel. I would have went and watched the official WWE YouTube channel to see that raw, real finish of that match yes. because I want to see it with my own eyes. So even and, and as soon as that came out, I was texting you like Bubs Champa Champa, and you're like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I was like, "You no haven't idea. go look." I was under and a rock the, for ten minutes, and something happened. The first words out of your mouth were, "When is this airing?" <laughs> And so we sat patiently I know. to find, and then you text me as soon as it came out that it was airing this week. You this were like, one. "Here it is, let's go." And sure enough, I tuned in live. And if that's if that's how they're going to do stuff, it's gonna it's gonna get my attention. But at the same time, Bubs, if the writing is on the wall now that says, "Hey, Chomp is going to hold this title possibly until the WrestleMania weekend, and then Gargano is going to beat him." I want to oh, see Gargano beat him. I don't yes. care if we all know what's going to happen. We all want to see that babyface payoff because we've been waiting yes. for it for, at that point, two years or more. So if the writing's on the and wall, they're both great. so good. And they are. Five-star matches. And Gargano's been putting on five-star matches left and right, and he doesn't – you don't see him wrestle much on NXT no. or Ciampa. So it's like – exactly. Yep. That's what needs to happen more. We need more storyline on TV and then wrestling on pay-per-views. Yep. Bubs, uh, I really want it to. Good. I want it to go that way. I want yes. it to honestly lead up to. And you even said possibly of that match being on the WrestleMania card. Can you imagine that'd be the first NXT card match to make it onto any pay-per-view that I can recall? I don't think any any of that's ever it, happened. It, w- it would be and that's uh, huge. And the only reason I say that is because this feud is almost transcending the brand. It's big. NXT. It's huge. That's why it's the best feud going. Period. In all of wrestling, Ciampa and Gargano may be two of the best. This this is definitely, I think, the best story going in all of wrestling. They may be two of the best just characters in all of wrestling right now. They could put that match on the WrestleMania card as the third to last match, and no one would get mad because it's actually deserved – that or maybe fourth from last, depending on if they if they put well, something like WrestleMania Rob, Rob cards are like twenty versus, matches anyway, yeah. so so we'll have plenty of time. But even if they did that, it'd be huge as well. But I I mean I don't think they'd do that, Bubs, because they, they want to sell that would. NXT weekend. Exactly, but, but the night. thing is, 
the Saturday night is always better anyway. Why yes. not kind of give a little bit to the Sunday night? I know they could they could make the NXT card a little bit longer and they hold that match out for WrestleMania. Put Velveteen Dream in the main event. Okay, against he, whoever he, you want to put Adam him Cole. in. He beats Adam Cole for the title. Cole holds oh. it until then. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. I'm why will, why, why is Vince stop taking my phone calls? He doesn't listen to you. I have Road Dog on speed dial, though, Bubs, and I tweet him often, so I'm going to send this out and see if he has any play in the back. But, Damn it. But that'd be aggressive, right? So that'd be great to I'll see. I'll try to get okay. Vince to answer his for once. But... Um, we can we're fanboying at this point, Bubs. We'll see if this happens down the road. Yes. Now, earlier, a little bit ago, we were talking about Alistair Black, right? We we love the yes. dude. We like what I he like does. him a lot. We love his entrance. We love his music. We love his ambiance that he has. We love Black Mask. His finishing, yes, his finishing move is great. We love a lot of things. Now you said that he doesn't have a character really. Now I'm not saying that you said that in such a blunt and direct way. Yeah, you kind of really, yeah. really said that aggressively. I like know. I just came after him saying but that the one he, thing he's, that he's lacking character. for being a huge star right. is a very well developed character. Right, because right now all he is is just some guy with a kickboxing background that is isn't afraid of anything. And, and that really... he's got the devil on his back with a bunch of tattoos is kind of how yes. I see it. But what's in, really... in my opinion. His character comes from the announcers, really. Not from him, not from anything he does, but from what the announcers tell us right. about him. Uh, the most interested that we've been about him was his feud with, uh, lo and behold, the Dream. Yep. And it seems like you could put anyone in a feud with Velveteen Dream, and it brings out so much more of their character because it feels like he, the Dream, is pulling out their character and, and giving them some kind of character uh, but other than that like it, it's been very bland to me and I like the guy a lot yeah. I think he's a very good wrestler um, everything about him screams superstar but he, he still needs a lot of his run with the NXT title was very lackluster um, not interesting at all in my opinion I, I kind of short considering was and I think that has to do with what we're talking about right now. Okay, and I would with him we don't hear a lot of words from his mouth, right? He doesn't talk a lot. Right. Every, everything is said really through the announcers and the if you if we're talking about that feud specifically, the only thing he really said aside from some small promos in that dream feud was that he said Velveteen Dream's name, right? That was the big pop at the end that of that. He said payoff. he said his name, and that was the payoff moment, which was glorious. Bobby Roode. Wow. That was amazing. So, out, outside of that, I think what I really want from him, because I love him as a wrestler. I think he's yes. great. I love Black Mass. I'm all about the look of him, too. I think that's great, too. But I want him to not... Now, don't don't think I'm fanboying here by the example I'm trying to provide, but I want him to cut Bray Wyatt-esque promos about darkness-type stuff and how he can... I'd rather him cut a shit ton of promos as opposed to the quietness that he does and just letting his legs speak for him in the ring and, and having the announcers speak for him. I think but he should actually talk the, too much. But that's the thing is that, you know, these guys that come from uh, these in, independent scene, back this indi the indie background, they there's so much focus on your matches because in, in the independent scene, it, it's wrestling. It's mm -hmm. professional wrestling. And if you put on a good match, you become over in the eyes of the crowd. In the WWE, it doesn't work that way. The WWE fans 
aren't really as focused on the matches. They're more focused on who you are as a character. That's why guys like John Cena are so popular. The Undertaker, because Undertaker wasn't always, you know, great in the ring. No. But by God, his character was amazing. Right. Kane, same way. With Kane all our, was all of our terrible guys. in the ring to start. Exactly. Yeah, all of our favorite guys. We're invested it, in them. Exactly. Now, yeah, there's guys like Shawn Michaels who can go in the ring, Seth Rollins. Those guys can get got over with their in-ring ability, but they did they did build a character to go along with it. So that's just if if some of these guys that come from the independent scene, they've got they've got everything they need to be a successful in-ring technician, but they just they just cannot seem to put it together when it comes to mic work and character work. It's a development piece that I think he... That's really the only thing he's lacking because I have been all about him and I, I was about the title change when he won the title from Almas. Now, when he lost, both of us instantly, I think, were like, call up, call up to main roster, yes. call up to main roster. But having time a little, little bit of time to think about it, I'm like, well, he's actually lacking that character ability, right? And the thing that Almas has to his advantage is he has a manager to play a bit of that character role for him. Vega is so good. Vega Vega plays it so good, so Almas doesn't really have to. He can be an arrogant, non-English-speaking dude, and the rest of it can be told in the ring. So Black doesn't have that ability. He has a little bit of time to work, and I don't think that the call-up is coming right after Brooklyn. I think he can stay down there a little bit longer unless we're seeing a a drastic change on SmackDown. I think that would be where he goes, but I don't think it's quite time for that yet, Bubs. Well, summer, the, the Monday after SummerSlam is historically kind of a big NXT night where you see a lot of NXT guys come up. Because we're halfway so, through the year. Yeah. Exactly. So there is that possibility that after Brooklyn where he loses in the triple threat match yep. that he shows up on SmackDown that next Tuesday. But, and here's the thing, is that, you know, who, who's the one guy in NXT that we've fallen over more than anybody? Velveteen Dream. Exactly. Why do we fawn over him so much? His character. Exactly. He's someone that he was character first, and now he's learning all the in-ring stuff. Absolutely. He's already over 100%, and just him constantly getting better in the ring is only making his legend grow higher and higher, much like John Cena. John Cena was beloved because of his character, and or he, he began to grow in popularity because of his character. Now he is beloved because of his in-ring ability that he's right. worked on At for so many age. years. Yeah. Exactly. He seems to keep getting better when he's motivated, when he's got an opponent like uh, an AJ Styles, just to throw Kevin that Owens. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, those kind of guys. They bring out the best of him because he's motivated to put on good matches with these guys. So Velveteen Dream, he's already got the character and now his and legend's just going to go. Oh, God, it's so good. It's, it's ridiculous how much <sighs> you and I are betting on him as the next. 100%. As the he's, next big thing. Like, he's uh, the next Hogan. To he's the next the Cena. On something, it's him. And I said it. I'm glad you brought him up, right? Because about I'm thinking about three episodes ago, maybe two, we discussed how EC3 has not been nearly as impactful as we thought he would be coming to yes. the NXT brand, right? Well, guess what's going to happen after this feud? Because guess who's going to win this feud that he's in with? No, EC3 is going to win this EC3 feud. EC3 is going to win this feud. Now, trust me, Dream will look fine right after it because that's how it's been. He's 22 years he's old. Been. He's got so much time. Out of time. But this is what the dream has somehow become is he's a guy at his age and his ability already that he's going to put over a former 
Impact, TNA, whatever world champion and legitimate established wrestler in EC3 and move him up the block one more out of the mid-card yeah. area to start moving up to that NXT title. That's what this a guy who's been wrestling for... Well, he's been wrestling... You know, he, he did a little bit of independent work, but honestly, he's been in the WWE for like two years. He's he's mostly a, a system guy. I mean, yes. his, in, his indie stuff really shouldn't count for much, and it certainly yeah. didn't make him a good wrestler yet. But, no, but EC3, given his now very long tenure that he had an impact and his small time that he was in WWE before that, he's now big news. He's a guy you recognize. He's now everyone everyone knows who EC3 is. So this is what this kid is becoming, man. He's a guy who's putting guys over who are already over to move them up the block. So eventually, when his path happens, I can't imagine how big it'll be, but we're not going to see it for a while because that's not what he's really is designed Velveteen for. the new Mr. Perfect? The new HBK? The, Perfect. The new, like, all these guys who were just so good that they could just eat losses left and right, but all it did was make not only their opponent look better but also makes them look better somehow right perfect is a guy i'm glad you said that like when he lost you could never you could never tell like the next night the next pay-per-view the next show he was as cocky as ever didn't matter because it didn't affect him his character was fine he was still just as arrogant and he was still just as perfect yes. so i guess that is what he's becoming he's becoming this hybrid of so many different people that we keep comparing oh him God. to we have literally probably compared him in different ways to about 10 different wrestlers bubs all of which are hall of fame worthy hogan cena, hogan, cena. Uh, rick rude that's right we uh, mentioned mr rude. perfect perfect hbk because he keeps losing yes and but he he doesn't look bad no so still excited about his future because that that match is booked because he's only 22 years old oh my god so and he's he's Man. promised to steal the show. He's he's been getting some promo work in and some some Twitter stuff saying that he will steal the show somehow at at NXT Brooklyn. What now, does that mean? We don't so know what promise. that means. We don't know because EC3 isn't necessarily the best partner to work with for his match for you know a match of the night type of thing with him. But e- EC3 is that old school just pro wrestling style. Oh yeah, where... very grappler esque. Yes. He, he, he's not going to put on these big, exciting matches, but the way that he structures his matches, it gets you into it because it's yeah. that old-school style of match. And I, I really can't wait for EC3 to kind of move up that ladder into that, that next you know hunt of whether it be the North American title or the NXT title. When are we going to see the North American title get defended? Bubs? Not until Brooklyn. It's, defi- it's being defended at Brooklyn, but that's I it. Know, but... He's getting ricochet, so that will be a match of... Oh, I don't want to say match that's of night, because Cole, Cole doesn't draw that kind of stuff, but Ricochet's insane. So Cole, Cole had such a following on the indie scene, Bubs. But a lot of that was his character. These guys are getting over because of their... It, it's, and it, people can get over with their ring work. But the people who get truly over are guys that have these transcendent characters. Like guys on the indie scene, Adam Cole became huge because of his ki- Adam Cole Bebe But very rarely do you see guys like Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada, or really all of the guys in New Japan, get over just based on strictly ring work. Mm-hmm. And New Japan's not a company that has you know a lot in the way of pro wrestling storylines and pro wrestling kind of tropes. They just go in do their work and kind of move on so and, and as much as there as much as we talk about the industry changing it yes it's changing the in-ring work's getting better but 
people still need strong characters to become huge stars. Right. And that's really present when we talk about like the greatest of all time type of guys yeah. is most of them. We talk about Hogan, Cena, Rock, even Triple Austin. H. Austin, obviously great characters. And at times, Shawn Michaels was in, in that as well, but he's a guy who relied more on ring his work. In -ring, he's one of those few guys that became legends because of his ring work. Right. Ric Flair, amazing character, but also had great also ring, ring work. work. So it's it's a lot of it's a lot of give and take, and we're seeing guys who are great at great at the ring work stuff, like Ricochet, for example. That's a dude who flies around the ring, and he's very yes. accurate with the stuff that he does. So his he's an exciting guy to watch, but not so much of a character draw. But when we talk yeah. about the dream, we have the exact opposite: a guy who is characters for days, but he's yes. slowly now getting better in the ring and the stuff that he's doing, and his move set is increasing. That if he can eventually put it all together, we're talking about legit star. Yeah, so. and, and he's not as crisp in the ring as a ricochet. He, you know, he'll make his occasional mistakes, but even when he makes a mistake, the crowd doesn't eat him up like they do some other people, right. because they they they're like, oh wow, he's taking a risk here. Like, oh okay, he slipped, but man, he he was going for it. Like they give him that benefit of the doubt because he's built up such a great kind of aura and mystique about himself because of his character. And NXT has been a place, Bubs, especially over the last year and even more, that they have really become the best product to watch, individual show at least, to watch ahead of anything on the main roster, ahead of Impact. I would say that New Japan is right there close to them. I'd put them at second right now. And if you haven't been watching any of the blocks right now, B-Block has been amazing for the G1 Climax. That's been some great stuff as if it'll start to finish up here soon. So get in on that. But... Bubs, uh, the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn number four now. That card is slowly getting developed, as is, is the SummerSlam one. Now, we talked about Adam Cole a little bit, right? And then Ricochet, that title's being defended. But we haven't really talked about, and rarely do we really talk about, Shayna Baszler's reign as the NXT Women's Champion. There's a reason I don't talk about it. And I've always been a huge fan of the NXT Women's Division and the NXT Women's title in general, thinking I've always said that it was one of the top titles um, in, in WWE. Uh, definitely a worthy number two title on NXT itself. Mm -hmm. But I'm just... As, as much as we kind of him hauled about Aleister Black's reign. Shayna Baszler's ten times worse, in my opinion, but it's lasting so much longer. And I would figure that you'd be more into a Shayna Baszler character because you're much more into MMA than I am as a sport. And she comes yes. from, from that background. Now, her, her ring style and her moveset has really, and, sub, and submission work especially, has kind of drawn from that MMA background, but the lack of character with her... Yes. Really is struggling now. She's going to defend and it she against Kyrie Sane. She does. No, there she is, does try, but she just—it's in my opinion, it's just way too soon. She's way too green when it comes to working on the mic, and and, and her, her voice is just so grating because she tries to be tough, but it's got kind of this like twelve-year-old mm. adolescent boy voice, and I, I want to get behind her, and you know, she she's trying to be the NXT version of Ronda Rousey, but, you know... She, it can't happen. That no, because Ronda Rousey just has... That has to be an organic thing that you already yes. have. You can't really create that. And she has everything. Ronda Rousey was born for this industry. She was born to be a pro wrestler. She's proven it. She's had, what, three matches, and she's, she's getting, already... She's getting so good. 
it's it's, it's, it's amazing. Happen. I love I mean, it. Women, Her and Charlotte are going to be so good in the ring. When they main event WrestleMania, Bob, yes. it is going to be worth it. And, and we've all kind of rolled our eyes like, okay, Ronda Rousey, we get it. She's a big star. But then she got in the ring and we were like, oh, okay, yeah. we get it now. And, and her, her mic work will continue to improve. She just has to do that more. That's a repetition thing. So give her another year, a little more maybe. I can imagine that she'll really have no problems cutting a little promo. I hope a heel promo, actually. That would be really nice out of her. Oh, yes. But um, the question was here, Bubs, I can't imagine Shayna Baszler moving up to a main card spot on SmackDown or Raw. But at the same time, is it time for a change? Kyrie Sane is going gonna, is gonna to go up against her in Brooklyn. Can we get a title change here, do you think? We're not really predicting yet, but in the long-term scope of things, can we? I mean, just a, a different look at least. Kyrie Sane is definitely uh, very over as a babyface. Probably the most over female babyface on the roster. Uh, her and Nikki Cross, I would say, are the two biggest babyfaces in the women's division. Um, I don't know kind of what the plan is in NXT for the women's division. Uh, there's not a lot of established stars. There's quite a few women that have huge star potential that they're kind of building up. <clears throat> but Kyrie Sane's probably and be, because there's not a lot of big stars, really I, it's it's Shayna Baszler is kind of only gonna hold on to the title by default, in my opinion. Um, if Ember Moon wasn't moving up, Ember Moon would still be champion. Right. But they but they, they they've had they, yeah. they clearly have big plans for her because she continues to do very well on uh, the main roster. So I just think that the women's division has been so depleted with all the call ups, uh, even with the iconics getting called up, yeah. that Shayna Baszler is kind of their fallback and really the only thing they have. Do they have any heels that can theoretically challenge Kyrie Sane for the title? <clears throat> I don't think I, so. None that I believe in yet. The only one Not that I yet. truly care about on that brand is Nikki Cross because she's more <clears throat> developed as a character than anyone because yes. she has a bit of a longer tenure. So that'd be the only thing and that it I would see. It looks like she's going to be on the main roster real soon because if you more. saw the announcement for Evolution, uh, she was on the stage on Raw. So yeah, she's going to be on the but main roster they, here soon. They did leave her behind, though, when they drew up Sanity. So, I mean, it has to be for a purpose, I'd hope. I don't know if she's going to be on Sanity. Well, insanity when she insanity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't want to say that. Okay, we'll see where that goes. But I, I'm, I just want Baszler to get a more opportunity, maybe with less pressure on her as a champion to develop a character, more so as like the chaser again. Yeah, it's way too soon. Do with that. I just think it was way too soon to put the title on her, and she's kind of floundering. Yeah, in my opinion. And the last thing that's been uh, talked about right now is going to be the Undisputed Era Bubs defending against Mustache Mountain again for the tag titles. They've already battled each other before, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, and uh, those, and against Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong. They've already put on a five-star match about a month ago for those yes. titles. So I am a big Mustache Mountain fan, big Tyler Undisputed Era. I love Tyler Bate. Uh, we were both pretty pleased when he won the uh, inaugural UK uh, tournament UK championship tournament um but I mean I love Pete Dunn let's not you know yeah, Pete, Pete Dunn's Pete fine Dunn he's a, is, he can stay where he's, he's at he's your champion that title that guy is going is, long yeah, it is it it's is. the second title reign in WWE right now but 
not disputed era. They're you want that's that's probably the best stable going in uh, definitely NXT, possibly the best stable going in WWE. They've got all the titles. We like that. We like when stables kind of just that. collect all the titles. Um, really, no one that could hold the NXT title right now, uh, only because Adam Cole is holding the North American title. But I, 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 I love Undisputed Era. They're doing great things. Mustache Mountain is great. Um, they're going to be huge once NXT uh, UK starts up. They're going to be uh, a big part of that. But yeah, that's going to be a really good match. And probably another five-star one that we'll see as well, Bubs. And on the other side of that, the day after that, we have SummerSlam. We've got some stuff going on right now. It's going to be a big card. It's going to be a long event. Yes, it is it, the WrestleMania of the summertime, Bubs. So we're going to see all the <laughs> we're going to see all the title all the titles defended. And I know you wanted to discuss Roman Reigns, not necessarily normally how we how we normally discuss, <clears throat> but. He's going against Brock right now. Right now, it's yes. set for one-on-one for that Universal title again. This is like the sixth time or something that they have gone yeah. one-on-one in their career, and the fans yeah. have hated it mostly. Now, so... here's the thing about that. Yes, I I feel like there's been too much Roman versus Brock going on. I think Lashley would have been, you know, a fine. You know, person to put in lieu of Roman Reigns just to have something new. Uh, we, we we know they want to push Lashley to the moon, and I'm I'm fine with that. Uh, once you have Lashley win the title, whoever takes the title off of Lesnar, then you can have Reigns kind of come in and win the title that way. But either way, we've got Roman versus Brock in the main event, 100% the main event Absolutely. of SummerSlam. Um, but and, and you've seen a lot of articles lately. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, a lot of you know prominent figures in wrestling talk about Roman Reigns, and the thing they always say is, I don't understand the fans' hate for Roman Reigns. Lashley just came out and said it. Uh, a lot of Hall of Famers have come out and said it. It's like... I. No one has said really backstage. Have you ever heard someone say something bad about Roman Reigns? Right. Ever heard one of his peers say, oh, man, I can't stand that guy? Aside from his real-world suspension that he had to pull about two years ago? Yeah. For the, the and no one was basically. mad about No one got mad and he made up for it, right? So, and that happens to a lot of people. That's really the only true negative thing that's ever happened to him as a person in this industry. Yes. But, and even when he was in... When he was in the Shield, he was pegged as the breakout star because he was he was definitely the most popular person in the Shield. You want to say whatever you want, but you go back and watch the guy who got the biggest reactions was always Roman Reigns. Even in 2014, uh, before the breakup of the Shield, he was voted as Superstar of the Year in WWE. Like Roman Reigns was he was the guy. He was our guy. You know, he was going to be huge. But what happened is something I call the Daniel Bryan effect. And the reason why Roman gets all this hate is because of what happened in the 2000 and not only 2014 and 2015 Royal Rumbles. So the 2014 Royal Rumble, it was a huge rumble for Reigns. Uh, That's when he, uh, I think, tied. 
did he break it? Yeah, he broke the record uh, for eliminations. The crowd was eating it up. The crowd was hot for Roman, but Batista ended up winning. So the fans are like, okay, well, Batista won. We wanted Daniel Bryan, so we're going to boo. Yeah. The next year, Daniel Bryan comes back from injury. He had to give up the, the WWE title, so he comes back from injury. We're thinking this is going to be the year that Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble. So if it was going to be, no matter who won that year, they were going to get booed out of the building. It just so happened to be Roman Reigns. So in everyone's mind, hey, we wanted Daniel Bryan. Oh, this Roman Reigns guy, they're pushing him down our throats now. We now hate him because he's not Daniel Bryan. And then that hate from that night has carried on for the last three years. And it's not slowing down. In fact, it's getting worse because... You know, now that Daniel Bryan's back, you know, why why isn't he wrestling Brock Lesnar? Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, my favorite wrestler possibly of all, he's definitely in my top three. Uh, but Daniel Bryan is someone that I absolutely think is phenomenal, and I have an emotional investment <laughs> in him. But the, the way that the fans treat Roman Reigns, in my opinion, because of Daniel Bryan is it, it's it's appalling. the The fans are who are killing the product. Not W. Yes, WWE does have some booking issues, but for the most part, the fans are killing it for me. We got at this last pay per view, Extreme Rules. It was going to be Lashley and Roman Reigns, and everyone was like, "That's going to be the main event." We don't want that. We want Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler as the main event. They're like, "Okay." Here you go. Reigns loses to Lashley, and you get the main event you wanted. Oh, well, okay, well, we're still going to shit all over yeah. this. Yeah, oh, there's a clock. Let's 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 make an obnoxious noise at the clock. Let's count it down like it's a rumble. Yes. And it absolutely took, like, it, it took me completely out of the match. I just didn't care anymore. I was like, okay, whoever wins, wins. I'm done with this. The crowd has taken me out of it. Now, Bubs, what you're talking about, this whole Daniel Bryan effect, instead of hearing that from most of the fans, we hear what I think, because I'm agreeing with you, is the excuses. We're hearing excuses. Roman is, he's overbooked. Roman is shoved down our throats. Roman main events everything. Okay. Main events every WrestleMania. Roman wins every title. Been a minute since Roman's had a title, and the last one he held was the Intercontinental title. It's been a long, he doesn't win much anymore. (laughs) Right. So are those just literally all excuses to avoid saying something like you're saying is that at the wrong time, Roman Reigns won a Royal Rumble because he should have certainly won a Royal Rumble. Yes. He won one that everyone should, I guess, thought that was supposed to be Daniel Bryan's. Yeah, and everyone says that uh, he wins every Royal Rumble. He's only won one Royal Rumble. Oh, he he always wins. last by Shinsuke last year. He wins all the titles. He hasn't won a big match in a hot minute. So, and the why, thing is... Why are there a bunch of excuses? Why can't people just outright say, I'm pissed off at Reigns because so, he won and Daniel didn't win? Why so did those just... same people, and they'll lie and say, yeah, I hated it. Those same people are, did, did they hate when Stone Cold was winning absolutely every match he was in? He won everything. Yeah. Stone Cold never over, lost. He was over as a face because he was the anti-hero. Yeah. The, the Rock. Were people mad when Rock won everything? Never. The only time he lost was to Stone Cold. Yep. 
Undertaker, were they mad when Undertaker won everything? Undertaker hardly ever lost. But, oh no. But (laughs) Hogan literally never lost. (laughs) Just ask Shawn Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's my point. It's like, because of the circumstances of, of how Roman Reigns got to that point is why people hate it, it it's nothing to do with that he shut down our throats it's nothing to do because oh he, he he's always in the main event it's because of when his push happened that's the issue if it happened a year prior or maybe two years later he he's he's the star that wwe wanted him to be and after all that this is said like i don't I don't see it changing because, like you said, it's getting worse. Like the more that they continue to put Reigns on TV and in big matches, even 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 in like secondary main events against Bobby Lashley at crappy pay per views like Extreme Rules, he's still booed. And yeah. even when he loses, that's not enough for people. So I don't think anybody, especially the majority of the crowds that attend these these events and the internet, especially, they're never gonna really the internet. Forgi- they're never gonna forgive that, him sorry, I didn't mean for, that. for winning, right? Right. So I don't know how WWE gets past that because they're going to continue, and, and rightfully so, into making him the star of WWE because he has everything that they want. Size, He's got everything that we that we as fans always cheer for. Yep, sure does. But because he, he's not he's, presented in the right way, I'm supposed to hate him? Because he he's not a true underdog. Uh, because he... When was Stone Cold ever an underdog? Like physically, maybe against The Undertaker? But like, yeah. <laughs> Really when never, was the Rock he had ever a, an underdog? Unless they were booked in you know, handicap matches or triple yes. threats against... And he won Rose. those! He, he, he sure did. Stone, he Cold would win a, <laughs> Stone Cold would win a one-versus-eight handicap match. Elimination handicap match. Uh, by himself. <laughs> Stunners left and right. Yes. Oh, man. And, uh, God, it just it blows my mind that someone with the talent... And charisma of Roman Reigns, sure he he can't cut a twenty minute promo like some, you know, some people used to. Uh, but I keep going back. When did Stone Cold ever cut twenty minute promos? No, his he, shit was pretty short and sweet, and he said yeah. a lot of curse words. Yeah, he would go in, flip some people off, uh, tell Vince he was a son of a bitch, and would dole out some stunners, and boom. Now I I think the Superman punch does him no favors. He needs sure. to get rid of that. I love the spear. I've always loved the spear. Okay. Um, he can keep that, but the, the Superman punch needs to go. He needs a, a better, quick He only has, he only has four moves. Does he? he? Really do four because moves. I I must be watching a different wrestler. I, and we, oh, I we've long been Roman Reigns supporters, and, and I'm not saying that what they're doing with him is good or great, but it's not what the fans are treating it like. Yeah. And as good as Bobby Lashley even is, Roman carried him through and has carried him through those matches because Bobby gets winded rather easily considering, you know, he's got some mileage under under those shoes he's now. Big. He's a little big up in age, and he's huge. He's a big man. So big Roman's man. doing every, everything that we want, but he's never going to be accepted. So I'm wondering... Yeah. He is we, a victim of circumstance and timing. And because of that, he will never reach the heights that he could have. And it's sad. It really is. Because I sure do wish I was in his position. 
Right. But he's, I mean, he's doing fine because he's still selling a lot of merch. Yeah. He's still, you know, headlining all these pay-per-views, whether people like it or not. And honestly, people, wouldn't you rather see the Universal title week yes. in and week out? What are you thinking? Instead of once, once a quarter? Uh, like, I'm hate, I, I, I forget Brock. that. I forget that the Universal title is even a thing. Until they mention the damn thing. Yes. Because when, when I'm watching Raw, I'm like, okay, waiting for the Intercontinental title. There, hey, yeah. there's Dolph. There's the star yeah, of the show. Yeah, show me Dolph. Show me, show, show me Seth. Give me some yeah. KO action. Give me give me yep. Braun Strowman. Yep. Give me the yep. people that are there doing awesome things every week. They mention they mention the Universal title, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I haven't literally oh, seen shoot. that thing yeah. on, on Brock for a while. And honest to God, Bubs, if they, if they wait until after he fights Daniel Cormier, if, they, if the goal is to make him no, walk into the octagon happening. with that belt around his waist, I can't. I in January, no. In January, in mid-January, when that's that, not happening. When that match is scheduled, that fight, I mean, is scheduled. If he's still having that thing around his waist for the purpose of publicity, I can't. I can't accept the product for really what they're doing, and I won't. I really won't accept that. So give me Roman over Brock at summer. And then you can give have Braun cash in. Give me Braun after that, and even if you want to give Roman a reign, a ooh a reign. Ooh, yeah. Hey, hey, there let's, you go. Let's <laughs> Alliteration do because. For the short time being, it's better than what Brock has given us in a long time. Yes, because, because Roman cut- is going to Roman's going to one defended consistently. Yep. You will see maybe. the title on TV and be like, maybe, maybe oh hey, on there's a, on a Raw every now and then too. Hey, wow, what a concept! That'd be crazy. It's almost as if that's happening on on that show with all the blue stuff everywhere. Uh, yeah. What's it called? I don't know. Something about down and. And, and smacking or something, yeah. um, with, with that. Who's that one guy? He's got like, it's like James Styles or something like that. I don't know. But James Ellsworth Styles. That one. hey, Ellsworth has three wins over. He our sure does. Champion. He deserves a title um, shot. But AJ, AJ Styles is everything that Brock Lesnar isn't is AJ Styles, and yeah. we. We don't deserve it as fans. We don't deserve AJ Styles. We don't deserve him being our champion because he is way too good for the way that the fans act. You're right. And thank God he's not put in a situation where his main event would be, you know, tainted by counting down to a clock. Oh, because God. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to, to handle that properly, Bubs. So I'm glad How do you do champion. that to to one Dolph Ziggler, the guy that has been we have been Workhorse. begging, begging. Oh, give him a chance. He's main eventing a pay per view with Seth Rollins, the other guy that we're like, put the title back on him. Yeah, it meant so much when he was the champ. That 2015, 2015 does not. It falls apart without Seth Rollins. 2015 is the worst year in WWE history without Seth Rollins <laughs> as champ. It just is. Yeah. I don't know, Bubs. I'm I'm tired of hearing a Paul Heyman promo because he really only cuts the same type of stuff for Brock. Because that's really Nowadays, all he can yes. do. So if he needs a change of scenery too, he's a writer now for Raw, as I'm understanding. So Smackdown. he's back there writing some stuff. Is it SmackDown? It's SmackDown. No, it is Raw. You're right because Raw. he's he's writing all the Bobby Lashley stuff lately. Yeah, he's he's a supporter of the Lashley gimmick, which is a, a replacement of Brock, basically. 
but I'm tired of it. Let Brock go do his thing. He'll fight Daniel Cormier. We'll all watch the UFC in January, and we can get off of that. But uh, yes, when Daniel Cormier flattens Brock Lesnar in gruesome manner, because DC is DC is a goat in my opinion. If it's not if not for John Jones being there, juicing up, beating him twice, DC is considered possibly the greatest. I don't you know, know. light Brock, heavyweight, heavyweight of Brock all time. Brock will be ready to go too, though. He'll be just ready. <laughs> His to... last match, he's just like, you know what? Fuck you, Sada. I'm, yeah. go- I'm going all in. <laughs> just to whip Cormier's ass in the ring and then fall apart in four minutes due to lack of stamina. Yes. But that'll be Cormier's something to watch Cormier's a beast. Well. He, he's a stamina machine. He's an Olympic wrestler, Bubs. It's crazy how good he's gotten over the last... Well, he's been good. I he's always been good. He's been good. But you mentioned the John Jones things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. Well, speaking of juicing and being ready for the fight. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Bob's a lot. You know, we were talking beforehand. I said there's not a lot going on in wrestling, but we just spent the last hour or so just talking about a lot of stuff. Well, we're going we on talked about wrestling. a lot of key points. Yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff is happening since we have last talk. New Japan is blowing up the G1. That's great stuff. Juice Robinson is putting on is amazing stuff. WWE. Great I'm pretty point. excited about that. Keith, Keith Lee already showed up on NXT yes. tapings, so he is there. Matt Riddle is signed. That is the yes. speculation, and he'll show up. He might wrestle with Shinsuke. He's been, he's been taking be off of. Uh, he's been taken off of PWG. Their battle of Los Angeles cards. So yep. that's pretty much. 100%, not 100%, yeah. but all signs are pointing yeah. to him being on NXT. You can write that home, and hopefully he'll stop smoking weed. That'll be good for his career. I would hope so. Or him and Roman can go and, you know, uh, spend time together when they're both suspended. Okay. And uh, I'm excited for the Keith Lee thing. I he On the independent scene, he, he's good. I'm not as clubs. much, but I, I'm... Yeah. I'm with you. Time. I'm okay. going to follow you on this one. Okay. I'm going to let you take the reins. I think they just might have a, a nice look for him and push him rather quickly. That would be nice. I don't really mean like straight to the top or even to the main roster, but like in an expedited way because he's a, yeah. a bit of a unique talent. And then Matt Riddle is a surprise, honestly, because he's been Matt Riddle money. has become an absolute yeah. monster in the wrestling world. The bro of the wrestler that he is, he will he will take off in NXT Depend, uh, we'll see what they do with his character. We'll see what they do with his ring attire because he hasn't worn shoes in forever. We'll see what. And they made Rusev put shoes on after he broke his foot. <laughs> he did. So <laughs> that's probably going to be a thing. Got to do that as well, Bubs. But um, I want to see Matt that, Riddle in like an HBK type attire. Okay. I think he can pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens because he's he's got he's, some potential. He's, he's still young. He's jacked so. to the gills too. <laughs> can't imagine he wasn't on something but never i i digress from that um i i can't wait for braun bubs at the i at the last thing i want to put in here is i, I okay. can't wait for braun i don't Soon. think kevin owens Soon. beats him for the for to take the money in the bank contract from him I that don't would be that very happens. interesting though that'd be the first time that's ever happened and braun is a man edge edge took it from mr kennedy bubs he took it from kennedy yes did he yes in a match did he Yes, I remember that's Kennedy how, that's winning. How, yeah, Kennedy won it, but then he was getting suspended, so he dropped the, it. the briefcase to Edge, Bubs. And that led There's to precedent revolution. Here. Yes. No. New Year's Revolution, that was... Edge won the first ever Money in the Bank. That's when he cashed in on Cena. 
at New Year's Revolution. No, I'm, I mean long term. Edge being what he was. Oh, uh, yeah, the, that's the, that's the what was the match. Yeah. Oh, where's Kennedy when you need him? Let's let's bring. He was terrible. He he left him just. He no. was. I never liked him. And then he went to Impact and just kind of imploded. Mister Anderson was adequate. Anderson. Oh yeah, Kennedy. Anderson. I, see, I don't care. I don't like the guy. Okay. Well, that's a lot of stuff, Bubs. We got SummerSlam yeah. coming up. We're going to discuss that as it approaches. It's about three weeks away. I think it's on the twentieth. So we're getting we got there, that. We got that coming up. We'll, we'll do Get. some nice predictions. It's on the nineteenth. Sorry for the wrong date there, but we'll talk about that. So the, stupid. You said the twentieth. Yeah, I, I know. Get out. On the nineteenth. That card is going to expand. The NXT Brooklyn Takeover Four will expand as well. I'm excited for that. You can't right. expand too much. They usually have around five matches. Is it, what's it sitting at right now? It's sitting at five. So, yeah, unless we get some random unnecessary feud thing that comes in there, it might expand to six. But um, it'll continue, bubs, as we as we yes. approach that. So I'm excited for that. The summer is here. Big stuff happens at SummerSlam. We don't know. When the fuck we're getting Dean Ambrose back? Because there's speculation all over the place. Not that you and I really care, but the only reason I bring it up is because I just want it over be, with. He's going to be involved in something significant, and I need it to be done with. That way, I can just accept it, whatever it is. So we'll see what happens with that. I'd rather it yes. be against Roman, but uh, we'll see, Bubs. Anything That'd be else the best on the agenda today for him to be come back as a heel? But I don't know anything else on the agenda. I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to cover, which is a lot more than I was expecting us to uh, kind of throw in there. We did. I'm pretty excited about this. I hope you guys are also excited about what we were able to talk to and what's coming up in the wrestling world. There's just so much happening, uh, so many moving parts, people going here, people going there, that there's just too much to kind of recount at one time. But we could always use your help in helping us recount what's going on. Hit us up on Twitter, at C-A-E Wrestling. Tell us all the big news that maybe we've missed just now, uh, some of the things that you're most excited about in the future of wrestling. You can always, you can also always hit us up on Facebook, at Collar and Elbow Wrestling. Uh, and on Instagram, I believe also, Bubs, you're running. We're still running playing Instagram. Yep. Yeah, we we got lots of social media out there. A lot of things that we'd love to be able to communicate with you, the fans, about. So go ahead and hit us up. Give us some some, some suggestions on what you want us to talk about next time. Maybe a paper review is in order, or maybe another list episode. Lots of good things that that, that are happening Excited now that the hiatus the hiatus is over. Thank you as always for joining us. Let's grow this thing together. We're growing it organically. It's a slow burn, but we're going to get there. We're going to be at the top, and we want to take you there with us. I am Kenny Oak. He is Christopher Harris. Thank you for joining us here on the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. See you next time.